Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mbiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into a conversation around uh, messaging. And uh, this one is looking to be quite a different one uh, that we have uh, out there. We explore many different uh, business models on this platform. And for today, we're looking at the world of uh, instant messaging. Going to be talking to Nick Rima uh, from uh, Nova messenger just to give uh, some insight um, into what they're seeing in the market and especially you know for me uh, just trying to understand as the co-founder and CEO what they're seeing on the ground and what led them to create an app like this especially in a market that appears to be as crowded as it is. Uh, Nick greetings to you today. Amadewa here greetings to you thanks for having me. For people that may not know uh, Nova Messenger, uh, could you give us maybe a little bit uh, of insight into what it is before we actually uh, dive into the meat and potatoes of today's discussion? Yeah, perfect. So I think um, from from outside, I was involved um, in a company called the Invigilator app. So I'm one of the co-founders of, of the Invigilator app, which we started three years ago. And that and that really opened my eyes to, to the world of, of academia and more specifically tech. And I think that what we saw with, with students moving online um, during COVID-19 is that when messages were being sent to students, they were typically being done so in, in bulk SMSs, um, which is not efficient from, from the university and the school's point of view because that's costly. And then secondly, students are continually changing their cell phone numbers. So really where, where universities were going, where they were using sort of social applications and social messaging platforms, to, to try and get groups of students to, you know, to continuously engage with them. But it's not prepare compliant. It has limitations with regards to the amounts of students that you can group onto specific grouping and broadcast lists. And then there's also limitations in the file sizes. So what we've built with Nova Messenger is a platform that allows all university lecturers and teachers to communicate with large groups of students so no limits in the amounts of students that you can group. You can group up to 150,000 students if you want to in a single group. All of the information is protected, so no students have access to any other student information. And then there's no limit on the message size. So you can send you know, lecture slides, you can send class notes, you can send videos on the lecture, anything like that, as well as immediate announcements directly to groups of students and they receive this communication instantly. And that's what we have done differently um, at Nova Messenger, is that all other sort of social or chat applications have been built primarily with social discussions, whereas with us, what we've done is we've put academia first, and then the social aspects come second within our platform. Um, now, I'm very keen to understand this, uh, Nick, because um, I think for those listening, this isn't my first time um, engaging with Nick about this. I've engaged with him before, uh, but on a different platform. And I remember at the time, uh, one of the questions that I did ask, and I'm going to ask it again, because I'm sure that for someone who is engaging for the first time, even though you've set out the case um, and, you've, and you've given your rationale around students, 
students, changing phones, um, and all of the different considerations, uh, particularly around uh, you know things like your academia and other types of use cases. Someone might then say, okay, fine, Nova Messenger, but there's so many other messengers out there. You know, why add another app to someone's phone when people can take advantage of your WhatsApp groups and the like? So I think what where the limitation is with some of the other sort of chat platforms is that they group students by their mobile number. So what we want to do is that regardless of what your cell phone package is or your cell phone number is, all you need access to is an entry-level smartphone device to be able to download Nova Messenger. And then just with your student number, you'll forever get all of the communication that you're supposed to get then from the universities and from the schools. If we look at some of the other chat platforms as well, if you are grouped um, into, into a specific broadcast list or group platform, you then also as a student have access to other student information. But because Nova Messenger only groups you by a student number, it means that there is no access to any other confidential data. So it complies with all the strict university and school protocols, both locally and internationally, which is obviously massive from a scaling point of view. Um, so I think that that's really for us the, the, the major difference in that the other chat platforms that have been created have been done primarily to have social discussions on, whereas for us what's been missing in the market is a platform that puts academia first. So instead of just integrating with you know technology that existed previously, what we've tried to do is create an application that allows all communication to take place through it. So instead of students needing to access the learner management system, for example, on a regular basis to get all the announcements and class notes, this is something that can be distributed directly through the messenger platform in Nova Messenger. Secondly, in order to group large amounts of students, you know, if we look at some of our biggest universities, there are classes of up to 10,000 students in a first-year subject. So there are the limitations currently on, on existing platforms. There's no limitations for us at the moment with, with Nova Messenger. And then just with a simple drop of your class list, you can create these groups via grouping these students with their student numbers. So the manual processes that would be needed on some of the other platforms are completely taken away. We can also integrate with the learner management systems, meaning lecturers get automatically populated groups. So they just open up the dashboard and they can message that whole 10,000 student class list without having to do anything themselves. And that's where the major difference is. It allows for immediate communication to large groups of students without all the manual interventions that are needed with some of the existing technologies that are out there. Um, one of the things I'm very curious um, maybe to understand, um, given your previous experience when it comes to uh, the Invigilator app uh, and knowing, of course, how crowded the messaging market already is, especially um, for young people, you know, whether someone has an entry level phone or has uh, the most advanced um, premium smartphone out there. Uh, there's no doubt that uh, young people in particular, even those in the academic type of setting are already messaging on various platforms and the like. So for the fact that you are able to uh, make a justification and a business case uh, for getting into the market means that um, you've been able to pull on certain levers. And uh, I'm very keen to, you know, get your sense on uh, 
what type of relationships or what type of insight you've probably been able to draw from your previous experience with the Invigilator app that's now helping you. Because uh, to my understanding, you know, Nova is uh, roughly a month old, you know, so it would be interesting, you know, to get a sense of firstly, how that previous experience has helped you. And then secondly, how the reception has been, you know, so early in the game. Perfect. So I think if you if you look at, at insights into into the Invigilator, I think something something that's changed completely with universities moving either fully online or, or adopting a blended model. Where in the past there were issues with an exam paper or or something that needed to be changed within a question paper, you would be sitting in a venue and Invigilator would go to the front of the class, tap the microphone, everyone would get that message immediately that they need to change, you know, three to five. Um, or, or whatever it is that you need to change within the question paper and move on. Because now you're moving all of these students into a remote environment now with you testing them through online technology like the Invigilator application, if there's a problem with the paper or a problem with connecting to the learner management system or something like that, what it's ended up meaning is that in the past you'd have to delay or, or, or postpone this paper and have a rewrite because not everyone is guaranteed to receive the message that there needs to be a change made because there's no physical invigilator that can just go and tap the microphone at the front of the class. And if you send out a bulk SMS, there's no statistics to prove that everyone that's supposed to have received that message has received it and opened that message in time. So that was really one of the sort of the major idea points was that now that we've got a world that's moving to more online engagement with testing and, and assessments, we need to create technology that allows for immediate communication, that all of the statistics are available to the university or school to say, of the 1,000 students, these 950 have opened the message within the last 30 seconds, so the majority of the students have got the communication through. Therefore, the 50 we need to follow up with and make sure that they have got the communication so that the change has taken place. So I think that's something that, that was an immediate need um, in order to, to solve that specific problem within the online space. So absolutely, I think from the Invigilator app was creating technology that allowed that problem to be solved. There's also big technology companies like, for example, the Invigilator app that needs to consult with students um, on, on a technical support front. And I think we've seen some of the other big chat platforms like your Telegrams, your Signals, your WhatsApps integrating with ticketing systems, but it's quite expensive to do so. So I think for us, in order to control, um, you know, being able to, to contact the support desk um, and get all the help that you need um, on a platform like Nova Messenger was also a massive opportunity and something that we've obviously integrated with some of the big ticketing systems that exist globally to allow our platform obviously to be utilized um, for that. And then, you know, lastly, I think, now that we're able to offer students access to universities without them needing to be physically present or move to those universities, what it now means with Nova Messenger 2 is that on top of being able to write your examinations through the Invigilator app remotely, all your class notes, all your summaries, all your videos, all your voice notes sent by the lecturers and teachers can now all be done so through Nova Messenger. So it means that going forward, Students are only going to need access to an entry-level smartphone to receive all of the information that they need to study, all of the updated notes, all of the updated announcements, and then they need that same entry-level smartphone to actually write the exam using the Invigilator application. So we're taking all of the need of laptops and constant internet connection away 
and moving it to a simple entry-level mobile phone device that's only needed in order to, to conduct your full degree. Certainly, when someone is listening to this, it does make sense, you know, a, a lot of the rationale, um, you know, that's coming into this, especially around access and access to technology. One of the things that we saw uh, during COVID-19 is the fact that there was this, uh, uh, the gap that already existed between those that have access to the best technology and those that do not have access to any technology um, compounded uh, the gap when it came to you know one's ability to continue with studies and uh, things like that. So I guess helping to I, I hate to use the word but to democratize um, education a bit more, um, you know, stuff like that uh, is probably going to do well um, in the market. But certainly right now, uh, one of the things that uh, it begs the question of who is backing or how are you guys funding you know this particular. Uh, this particular application. We are a business platform, so keen to understand how are you guys funding the application and how are you guys making money uh, from the platform? Perfect, John. I think once once I had the idea, you know, I think um, you know my, my brother's a very, very gifted software engineer, so at least I had the, the resources within the family to at least get the project going because I think that um, we definitely saw legs in the idea to say, well, this is something that, that could definitely benefit the, the student market and is definitely worth pursuing. So we really got the ball rolling ourselves in terms of, you know, the basic frameworks of the application, which languages we were going to code the front end in, what type of server configurations we were going to need in terms of the back end to handle the types of volumes that we're talking about. So we were able to get Nova Messenger started um, about six months ago now towards the end of the project just to help us scale up developing the application um, faster and getting it to market quicker. We did have um, a private equity company that, that partnered with us, um, and it's the same private equity company that was backing the Invigilator application that decided to back Nova Messenger. Um, so the Buffett Group um, decided to partner with us um, and inject some capital within the business to really just help us scale up operations get the product to market quickly and allow us to scale um, not only across South Africa but internationally as well. And uh, is it is it too far of a stretch for me to infer right now that uh, that between yourself, your brother, and the rest of your team, you guys are creating an ecosystem of uh, applications for now um, in the education space, but that may have applications across other use cases uh, yeah am I is that too far of a stretch to make no so I think I mean I think we definitely we definitely looking at at the ecosystem and where there's further problems within academia and where we can provide you know um, efficient solutions from a tech point of view I think um, it's not the exact same team from the invigilator that's involved with with another messenger um, so it's not a it's not a duplicate. Um, so, so it's, it's something where, you know, I saw the opportunity. Obviously, my brother um, has got the technical expertise, so, so, so was able to, to sort of point me in the right direction of where we would need to go. Um, but it definitely got got benefits, I think, across across both companies. But, but to your point, I think, you know, I think we we in a in a fortunate position where the invigilator application, um, you know, allowed us to really see how technology could benefit 
the South African market, where there are other opportunities within the South African market that we can potentially fill those gaps um, in creating new apps and new technology. And I think that we are forever going to be looking for that, adding new features to the Invigilator application, adding new features to the likes of, of Nova Messenger. Because I think for us, you know, within Nova Messenger, messaging is, is, you know, the first building block to say, right, this needs to be solved within the application. Um, but to your point, there's definitely an ecosystem and further problems within Nova Messenger that we're looking to solve with regards to, with regards to providing, you know, efficient resources and affordable resources to study. Um, you know, if there's, if there's the likes of, of textbooks and that type of thing, jobs available, we can do all of that. Um, through Nova Messenger in the future. But right now, our primary focus is sorting out the, the messaging um, side of the business, making sure that all students receive all the communications, all the announcements, all the, um, the different resources with regards to lecture notes, slides, timetables, exam results that need to be distributed directly through the Messenger platform. And once we've done that, I think, like, like you say, there's an opportunity there where, where we are creating an ecosystem, there are opportunities to pivot, but we're always going to do it um, in a way that benefits our students. I think that has been you know, part of the success factor for the Invigilator is that students, lecturers were placed first. How do we create a solution that solves and ticks all the boxes for both of these um, key stakeholders? And Nova Messenger is no different right now. There's, you know, there's, there's nothing like an advertising model or anything like that that you would see in some other business models. For us, it's about introducing technology that's really going to add value to the students, really going to add value to lecturers and teachers across the board, um, and, and then continue to add um, on, onto the features and make sure that the application becomes more and more usable um, as we go into the future. And then when it comes to... I guess scaling, growing. Um, you mentioned uh, quite specifically uh, that uh, at the, that you guys have targeted the uh, South African market, more specifically the South African education uh, market, with uh, the, uh, with first the Invigilator app, now with Nova Messenger. Uh, but sticking specifically to Nova Messenger, is this a South Africa only play? Is this something that can be put out, you know, to African countries, perhaps emerging? markets who knows maybe even um, the developed markets us and the like how are you guys uh, thinking around growth and uh, growth and scaling so right now in terms of the South African market our main focus has been um, university and schools within South Africa same rollout um, and strategy that I have with the invigilators to really understand your markets build the moat around your market so that you've got a product that you know works really well in the market you know best. Then from there, we will look at, at, at scaling. So I think, you know, for, from an Invigilator point of view, we've rolled Invigilator out into Mexico, into India, and, and now to Australia. And I think that Nova Messenger will follow a similar route. Mexico, very similar market to South Africa, emerging market, um, you know, also struggling with connectivity issues, resources like laptops. So it would make sense that we, that we look at that market with Nova Messenger as well. India, just a massive market with regards to academia and studying and definitely a market that we will look at pursuing within, within Nova Messenger. And then to your point, the first world market, you know, whether you're a venue-based university or school or an online or adopting a blended approach, all of these institutions need effective, instant and private messaging. So it really is one of the first products 
that, that's come to market that allows for the grouping in the way that we've created, that allows for just the student number to be utilized in order to ensure messages are delivered and this unlimited file size and delivering message contents to users. So we're looking at taking that internationally, absolutely. Um, I also think that there are opportunities within the corporate space. Um, you know, there are definitely companies that are looking at messaging their whole financial department, for example, in a way that's, that's, that's um, effective, efficient, and private, um, which is exactly what we've created. So employers can group employees via the employment numbers and ensure that all of those employees receive all the communications that they need to um, in a fully prepared, compliant way, which is something that a lot of the other big chat platforms are not compliant with Prepare and with GDPR. Um, just listening to you talking, one of the things that uh, sparks me as being interesting is, um, I guess, some of the markets that you guys have targeted, in particular Mexico, because I've noticed that there are a couple of uh, startups in South Africa, um, albeit in different uh, in different industries. I'm thinking of Flex Club and uh, Planet 42. Interestingly, both of those are car subscription services. Uh, but they both started in South Africa and have uh, uh, done an expansion into Mexico. So, you know, very interesting. And also uh, a couple of other technology companies that also offer their technology in Australia. So I guess, you know, from a South Africa point of view, there are a couple of markets that do lend themselves to being receptive uh, to some of the products that are available um, uh, from uh, this particular country. Now, Nick, before we let you go, could we get some insight into uh, someone who's been listening to this might then be curious to understand who is actually using um, your platform. We've spoken quite a lot about the, what you call this, the South African education system, uh, South African uh, institutions. Um, are there any big names or the, the ones that people would easily recognize or, or know of? So at the moment, we've got, so we launched the apps only a month old. Um, so, so we've been running out slowly but steadily. We've got five institutions that are currently making use um, of, of the Invigilator um, uh, and, and know the messenger platforms. Um, so, so I think that, that for us now, we've got about 50 institutions making use of the Invigilator applications, five institutions making use of, of Nova Messenger to start off with. Um, but we are working on, you know, obviously incorporating more and more South African universities and schools um, as we go um, after the month's launch now. We're monitoring our servers carefully because we're slowly scaling up as, as we obviously handle more and more volume. We've had quite a lot of, of, of users downloading the application as well from a social point of view. Um, so, I mean, the application's been built primarily to deal with, with academic content and distribution of academic content, but we also have all the features there um, to utilize socially. So, so we have, are seeing not just South African users, but, but international users downloading over Messenger just to check it out, um, which is exciting from, from our point of view. Um, but I think that for us, what, we, what we're focusing on now is, is some of the, the mainstream, like you say, the big names um, within academia, moving across to, to Nova Messenger and seeing where we can help and, and, and utilize the platform to its best of, 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 of our ability and the platform's ability. So I think the biggest one at the moment that we're excited about is working with Saika and Tatuka in making sure that all of the Tatuka students receive all of the communication that they need to. They're moving away from, from broadcast SMS and moving onto the platform. Um, and this is going to allow for more constant engagement 
um, from the likes of the Tatuka administrators and students in receiving all the communication that they need um, from the program directly on the application, as well as um, obviously notes um, and, and any assistance that they need in passing these CA degrees. All right. So it's uh, been quite a very fascinating discussion talking about, uh, you know, all of uh, all of these uh, different issues and uh, how messaging is being impacted. But I feel like, Nick, just because I have you here, uh, I can't let you go, you know, necessarily without um, at least, you know, picking your brain or at least hearing your thoughts um, around probably the biggest buzzword in technology right now, which is AI or artificial intelligence and uh, if there's any plans you know to integrate ai into your platform or if there's already an implementation of ai into the platform and how you guys are thinking around that no so it's a great question so i mean this is this is top of mind of most of the big sort of academic conferences that that we speak at at the moment really that's that's sort of your yeah, top of mind is, is ai and more specifically ChatGPT. So I think, I mean, from, from an academic point of view, it definitely, definitely a concern, um, you know, especially with regards to more sort of theory, um, type assessments. But I think that's really where we get quite passionate to say that, you know, if we're going to move online and test online, whether it's fully online or in a blended manner, so your testing techniques and assessment techniques also need to move in that fashion. You, you, you know, you can't be asking students pure theoretical regurgitation answers because then the likes of Google and AI then obviously can assist in writing all of those answers. Where AI still struggles is to practically apply the theory. So what we're seeing is, is, is universities and schools moving more to open book type assessments where all the theory that ChatGPT would, would, would essentially you know, um, give you um, in, in a formulated answer is available to the students anyway. And then you need to take that theory and practically apply it to a scenario that's given by the institution. And I think that as we, as we move on, the likes of your ChatGPTs and your ARs almost need to become resources available to the students, not something that we need to hide away from. Because I think that the more theory that's available to students, the more there is then obviously to apply to the scenario. And that really develops critical thinking um, and problem solving. And I think that's something that, that, that we're obviously passionate about within uh, in Vigilata space. I think in terms of opportunities and bringing it in, so we've already looked at ways of obviously detecting, we've got plagiarism detection and technology that's been built within the Invigilator. So typical AI-generated responses, um, we have looked at solutions and incorporating solutions into the platform that can detect AI responses. Um, if someone is going to then just get ChatGPT to, you know, regurgitate an answer for them and put that down um, in terms of the online tech picking that up. But I think where where the big opportunities is, is allowing ChatGPT and these types of things, to your point, to, to interact with applications, for example, like Nova Messenger, where students can have it as a resource and ask ChatGPT any types of questions in their study process. And I think that could be something for us down the line where we look to incorporate AI more and more as a teaching and learning resource to students that's readily available, and then look at including AI um, you know, within our call centers and support and technical support centers so that students get helped straight away with the likes of AI, um, as opposed to, you know, need to, to speak to a person one-on-one. -on -one. And I think that's for us where 
where the big opportunities lie and where it's exciting. Um, and I don't think it's something that we need to pretend doesn't exist and try and hide away from in academia. I think we need to think of ways to, to coexist with AI and allow students to utilize the resource, but to practically apply all the theory that it generates to the scenarios at hand. So that's been it. We were chatting uh, to the team over at Nova Messenger just to understand um, uh, some of their reasoning for getting into what many perceive to be a crowded messaging market. Um, Nick, just giving us some insight into how they have gone about differentiating themselves and especially when it... uh, especially when it comes to the world of academia that's how that's the market that they've decided to go into but specifically on the nova messenger um he says that there's uh applications that um he thinks could uh could work you know very well for the platform in the world of corporate um so we were just having a huge discussion around that Um, One of the other key things is, um, you know, making sure uh, that, uh, you know, people are able to assist um, education institutions, you know, when it comes to um, online learning, which uh, seems to have, it was always there, but it seems it has taken an even greater hold since COVID-19 and uh, things like Nova coming in um, as part of the ecosystem that uh, Nick and his team are putting together, um, uh, I guess, growing off of uh, the um, success of the Invigilator app and some of the insights that uh, Nick has been able to glean uh, from that particular work and experience and then also ending off talking about um, artificial intelligence uh, which is um one of the biggest talking points right now in the world of technology, especially when you look at the AI race that's going on right now, especially between um, Microsoft and uh, Google and, uh, you know, all the debate around GPT and GPT-4, the platform that underpins um, uh, ChatGPT that was created by OpenAI, all of those issues. And one of the nice things that I like that Nick says is the fact that, uh, you know, we shouldn't be shying away from the technology, but rather finding ways into how uh, to make it more useful, you know, integrating the likes of a chat GPT into Nova Messenger um, so that it becomes a digital uh, assistant um, for learners that are looking to increase uh, their efficiency in one way or another. So that's been it. Uh, We were chatting to uh, Nick Rima, who is a co-founder and CEO over at Nova Messenger. Nick, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks so much, Matiba. Thanks for having me. And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight, which is a multimedia live production. So from us, and the rest of the team. It is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.